Welcome once again to the Squares of the Round Table podcast. Jive and Ivan over here after a big steamy bowl of tuna fish and noodles. And of course, here with me is Mike and Jeff. Hey. Hello. Tuna I don't have any steaming bowls. Yeah, well. I, what I, you see, when I think about Ivan talking about steaming bowls, that's not exactly what I'm thinking about. We know <laughs> what, we know what you're thinking about. He's like, yeah. Bang! You know. Oh, <laughs> uh, I need chips. You know. <laughs> the squares <laughs> have returned. Uh, they have. <laughs> even though most of us look more circular. Yes. So how you doing, Ivan? How was your weekend? Really not that, uh, not that eventful, to be honest with you. Um, let's see. I was supposed to have my surgery done on Friday. But uh, my doctor was ready, but my hospital wasn't. So I got rescheduled for Monday, so I will be missing you Monday, October 7th. And uh, in the hopes that uh, we'll have a mystery guest come on that show. Well, we're going to have to have quite a few mystery guests because I'm not going to be on this week, that week either. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. It's going to no. be the bite. It's going to be my oh, no. guests. <laughs> my imaginary friend. Yep. <laughs> you mean the one? You mean the one you still talk to? <laughs> I think he means you. <laughs> I'm not imaginary. I'm talking. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> well, I hope your procedure goes well, Ivan. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Are you good? Uh. So the doctor. So the hospital said, "Nope. Nope. 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 Nope." It's like, wow, we got everything ready for you, and you're not ready. Okay. Well, that's not true. You were ready. The no, hospital wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah, I was ready, but the hospital wasn't ready. So No, no was... sniffy, sniffy to pee-pee today, folks. No, no, no sniffy to pee-pee today. No, 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 uh, no finger food for anyone. Well, but the good uh, news is just you'll be able to hit an octave higher now. <laughs> Can you imagine me on the next broadcast? Hey! Oh, oh my god. Ouch. How are we doing, uh, man? Oh, okay. That, that's What's going on there? I'll suck it to you, So he had a. <laughs> that's, thank you, Ivan. So, how's your weekend, Jeff? Uh, let's see. Um, His was I saw Endgame again. Mm-hmm. For the first time. I saw Endgame again for the first time. Okay. And I gotta be honest with you. Be honest with us, Jeff. Kind of bored. <laughs> Ivan's dying. <laughs> no, I'm just like trying to get over. I just saw Endgame again for the first time. No, yes. For the first time in a while since the theater. Yeah, right? since the theater. Yeah, since the oh, since I saw it in May. Okay. And I don't. I got you know really kind of bored. Well, is it just the lead up to the final battle or? You just, yeah, I just don't. I you watching seem like, it. I'm like, I'm like, you know, really, that last hour is pretty much what you want to watch. Yeah, yeah, like the first five minutes, and it's like I could skip most of the movie until they get to like right after they get done with the time heist. So it's like they're but, just for you. It's just like they're going through the motions. Kinda. I just feel like they take too long. Um, wow, well, a, a film that. Hasn't aged well in several months. That's a record. Well, no, no. There are a lot of people who like it because they like the feels and all that stuff. And I'm like, 
You know, I got to tell you, it's a little long on the feels in that middle section about the we lost kind of thing. And I get it, but it's like, okay, we get the point. We really get the point. I understand um, where you're coming from, and it's not in my top five in the MCU, and, for sure. And, you know, the but, other thing is, I really, really, uh, more and more I watch, the, the second time watching it, I'm really like, time travel, really bad idea. Just really bad idea. Cause always. There, not is, always. Not <laughs> always, but not a good idea to introduce yeah. into the Marvel Universe yet. For cinematic, just not a good idea. Yeah, and the fact that they left it open now that that they can do it right anytime they want now. Exactly. If there was exactly. a way, like like if the plans got destroyed, you no, know, only Tony knows how to build it and right. how to navigate it. Right. If the tech was destroyed and and with and with Tony being dead, spoilers. Well, <laughs> and that that's kind of the part I laugh about too, Mike. Is everybody's like. Well, you know, that's the end. We're never going to see Tony Stark again. What are you talking about? You got a time machine. Yeah, a time machine. You can see Tony anytime you fucking want. Exactly. You can bring him. Anytime Marvel decides to throw $50 million at him. Exactly. Just like Chris Evans. If Chris Evans wants to do Captain America again, you know exactly where to go find his ass. So we'll take like like we'll see him. Yes. Yeah. It's like we got a time machine. So we can do it whenever we want, whenever yeah. we want, for whoever. Well, I can see like how this time travel thing has painted them in the corner a little bit, but that's why they're bringing in this new crew, this new blood. But now with the yeah. announcement of the fourth MCU film in 2021, they just got mm-hmm. yeah those content, content, content. So, but I, yeah. I hear you well, about Endgame. You know, it's still some great moments in it, and yeah. for me, it's a solid watch. But I think I said I I said this as soon as I got out of the theater. I liked Infinity War better a little oh, bit because love. because I like there was there's a lot more action in it. Right. Well, that's the other problem. That's it the other problem is, is there's a lot of stuff. There's a thinking about it now. There's a lot of ways they could have gone instead of making them all go poof. Okay. I mean, it was kind of an oh my god moment. But as soon as you did that, you you painted your ass into the biggest corner of all time. Because how the hell else were you going to bring him back? And you know yeah, they were coming and, back. You know they're bringing right. back and do, Black and Panther and Spidey. Back. Yeah. Right. So it's like... Speaking of Spidey, for let me just interject for a moment. I heard that there's another Spidey movie coming out. Yeah, in- we were saving that for later. Yeah, we'll get into that later. We'll get, we'll get into that. We'll get into our Spidey news. Yeah, we'll get into that. Because uh, there's a little okay. bit more Spider-Man news than that, too. Um, but... Um, just like somebody said to me, it was funny. I was watching with somebody who's really nitpicky, and they were like, "Well, wait, how does Captain America get a, is able to get back in five minutes and didn't have to come back every time to go put the stones away?" And I'm like, "I don't know." He had enough pin particles to just jump from place to place to place to place. I guess, but does it? Well, that's the question. I assume that's the answer. I have no idea. Um, it just, just had like, the. This was the third act at the very end. They had to wrap it up. Right. Well, just like Hawkeye is underneath the building, is underneath the headquarters after it's been blown up, and those things are running after him. But supposedly he hasn't disembarked anything down to the ground. Um, 
Thanos hasn't disembarked anything down to the ground. I was like, wait, wait, how did they get... This person was really good at nitpicking stuff, and I'm just sitting there going, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. And I'm like, geez, they really did, like... I don't know. It was uh, just like, I don't get it. Like the baseball stadium is totally empty and been like not used for a while. If like half the pop world's population was gone, we would stop playing baseball. Yep. I mean, there's some things that like when you stop and think about it, it's like, would we really have gotten to that level of apocalyptic? I mean, I mean, it's not like the world, it's not like the entire world collapsed or anything. It's a matter of survival now. Right. But it just seemed like, Growing I mean, food like and lost. providing services, and there's better things than baseball players to do. I guess. I mean, to me, I just don't think that that's what happened. I mean, I, I maybe I'm thinking about this wrong, but I don't know. I, I just don't think that that would really happen. I, I think it would have been priorities. It's like, and with the demoralization, they were building memorials. They had the big one in San Francisco. Yeah, but I mean, like five years later, they're still not playing baseball. I don't know about that. I, I especially with the way, and I don't. I really don't want to get into this, but I guess I have no choice. The best comp I got is nine eleven, and after nine eleven, people were very, very much, you know, about foot. Glad baseball is there and football is back and all that stuff. Yeah, well, that's people, just New York and America, but all over the planet. Yeah, maybe it's the I don't scale know. Like I said, in which the the disappearance. Like I said, the, mo- the, the long and short of it is, is um, the long and short of it is, is that I, I just watching it a second time. I'm sitting there going, I kind of saw all the flaws, and and it wasn't. I was kind of like, you know what? If I could just watch the last hour of the movie, I'd be good. So, um, I did fall on a few more rungs down the ladder for you. I see. Oh well, it kind of did initially. I mean, honestly, Infinity War is like one. Infinity War reminds me of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, because the bad guy wins at the end. Well, not only that, just because a lot of action, a lot of stuff going on, it moves really fast, it moves well. You know, I don't know. That's just me. Um, I saw a lot. I saw quite a few new of the new shows for premiere purposes. So I'll, I'll wait to talk about those a little bit. And then, um, what else? I'm trying to think of anything else that, um, oh, I saw Glow. I saw the, I saw Glow on Netflix. And, um, you know, for season three, they moved way away from the fact that they're taught that, oh, by the way, this show's arrest about, shows about women's wrestling. It's like, they spent way too much time on everything but wrestling. Maybe they're and going like, with the less is more approach. Yeah, well, it was like, okay, we're going to talk about all the people and, like, like build them out as people and stuff, but not really, like, about them. Like, them looking for anything beyond glow. It's like, you have a hit show in Vegas. You okay, Ivan? Who are the okay. people in the Federation? Uh, Ivan. In the Federation. Get, step away okay? from the microphone, Ivan. What? Your you're, you're sounds a bit hot. Yeah, I'm not even up close. Okay, that's better. Ah, that's better. a good volume right there. Okay, thank We're you. Gulping on stuff. We thought you might be gulping and dying or something. Or no, okay, no, I'm fine. Uh, Glad to okay. hear. But yeah, yeah. I, so I Glow did. was still pretty good, decent. Meh. For me, Glow was Glow was slow. 
Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I would go along with that. I would go along with that. Um, it's funny because I guess they're they're doing a fourth season and it's a final. It'll be the final season. Okay. But I would say seasons one and two were better. I know people who liked it a lot better. But then again, they're not real wrestling fans. For me, it's like you're in Vegas, you're doing a wrestling show, and it felt like you guys forgot that it's you guys forgot that you're basically about wrestling. What have about wrestling? It was like. Oh, we're just going to use this totally as a vehicle to do talk about other stuff. They spent more time talking about Vegas show, like Vegas cabaret and bullshit like that, than they did about wrestling. And I'm like, I'm confused. Is it this show about women's wrestling? Shouldn't there be something interesting <laughs> about in the women's acronym. wrestling? Yeah. But yeah, so I seem like I've watched a lot of TV. How about you, Mike? What's been going on with you? Well, I took my trip to Pennsylvania to see my Uncle Mel. Yes. That was very entertaining. <laughs> that was fun. Had a good time. Glad I so went. Where, where, where does Uncle Mel live? He's in in the suburbs of Erie, Pennsylvania, which is far western Pennsylvania, just right under the Panhandle, past Cleveland. And okay. traffic wasn't bad going there. The drive, I was dreading the drive. I didn't even feel like a vacation until I was actually there. Mm. Uh, got and I left at five thirty in the morning on Thursday. And we got around the city. The traffic was a crawl all the way from the airport all the way out into the loop. But once we got past the loop, the skies parted, clear skies, and um, easy easy peasy all the way. And the construction wasn't bad. So I made good time, even better time coming back despite all the rain. We had all that rain Sunday. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. It was nasty. But he had a nice visit and saw my uncle and my cousins, and it was very nice. Saturday had some time. My cousin Ken and I, we was chilling, and we had to go get dinner for the the group. So, uh. we, went, so we went into Erie, and he's like, so, you know, we got an hour to kill. What do you want to do? So I don't know. I don't, so so I, I did a quick Google search, and I found this uh, little collectible shop in Erie. And, uh, I saw the picture. Yeah, popped in there, and it was great. Uh, it was fun. Found a couple of figures. Uh, and it was... I'll have to check that place again if I'm in the area. But that was nice. But yeah, uh, that's, you see uh, the Oneaters? The huh? Oneaters <laughs> and yeah. Erie PA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did hear, I uh, did, and that it was on my playlist on the way home. Uh, was it that thing you do? That thing you do. Thing okay. you do? But no, I had a good time. It was great. It would, like I said, it was, I was just dreading the drive up there because I hadn't done it in five years. Actually, I kind of did it last year when I was with you, Ivan, last week. Last year, we went and saw Matt. Well, yeah, uh, we went to Kokomo, and then we went to um, went to where uh, Matt was living. Yeah, so, up in Euclid. Well, he was there in Euclid. Now he's moved further west, or, yeah, further east. So it's an even longer drive to get to him now. Uh, so what, you're driving through, like, what, Notre Dame territory and all that crap? Or well, up that northern, well, last year we we were, but uh, last year we, or this this last week, the streets took the Indiana Toll Road and then the Ohio yeah. Turnpike until Toledo, and then we went from there through Cleveland, and then that was it. So it was nice. Uh, um, what is this place they call Cleveland? What was that, Ivan? What is this place they call Cleveland? Cleveland, yes. It's the home of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> the the not the not at all Hall of Fame. I knew this was Ooh. coming. I knew something like this was coming. I had this feeling that Ivan was like 
Screw <laughs> Cleveland. Screw the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, oh yeah. Totally screw the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Fuck them. Okay. <laughs> All right. What's wrong with the um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? It's the old. It's my old dialogue. It's already been. Yeah, it's been. been we, out a bunch we, of shows already. So Ivan has, no need to reiterate the point yeah. of how it's called the Not at All Hall of Fame because the people that are supposed to be in there are not at all there. Yeah. At all. So. Like who? Oh come on! Don't get don't don't don't, don't have me start going into <laughs> this whole dialogue of who should be there and who should not be there. Okay. Well, you can always submit, you can always submit your name there as to who want, do we get to be inducted? Yeah, but in the end, it's always a committee of people who are going to look it over and it's all about the draw. You know, who are the people that are going to draw? Well, they got a museum to buy, to get, to sell tickets for. Yeah. Yeah, but... I get it. I get it. But the thing is that there are some people there that for whatever reason, they, they haven't made their way there. Okay. Yeah. I'm standing on the morals of Mr. Link Ray. Okay. Yeah. I know. I know one song, one song that was banned and instrumental. Why is that a thing? Okay. I get it. But to me, it is a thing because without this one record, the gateway between the <clears throat> the easygoing rock and rollers of the fifties would have never met up with the harder, edgier things of the sixties without guys who went ahead and decided, I'm gonna turn my guitar up to ten, eleven, or twelve and beat these choppy chords and, you know, piss off engineers. But I made a damn good record. And if it wasn't for a producer's daughter who liked it just as much as I love making it it wouldn't have been a thing on a on a um, on a milk toast label called Cadence, but yes, I, I'm talking about Mr. Link Ray and his Raymen. Which, okay, that's a whole nother thing yeah. that I could go into. But at the same time, also too, <clears throat> the fact that they have moved, you know, Alan Freed, the very reason why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is there in the first place, uh. They moved the tomb of Alan Freed? Yeah, his ashes are no longer there. They moved his tomb out. They gave him this this wonderful headstone. But now he's not at the site for which it was created in the first place. It's, it's, It's a travesty. So not And then, of course, you know, I, I look at the list of the people that get in, and I'm not saying that these people don't deserve, some of these people don't deserve to be there. You but just said. These, wait a minute. Some of these people deserve to be there. There are some. There's a lot of them that don't deserve to be there. In Ivan's opinion, right. they are more worthy than some others. Wow. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. So uh, the point that I mean, you're uh, Dungishin, <clears throat> but... That's where I stand on that whole thing. And until um, they make the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame something worthy of its name, I'm still going to throw rocks at it. I'm still going to drop my drawers and shake my winnie at it and say, no, no, no. And I'm going to go ahead and shoulder my ass side down because, you know what? Yeah. And, and as far as like some of their displays, yeah. Let, what did it become that? 
You want to see something really cool? Go to the Museum Broadcast Communications and see rock and roll and politics. Now, there's something worthy of your time if you're in Chicago. Yeah. There's something that you could see. There's something that you need to look at. Here's something that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame could take a lot of notes from. So. Yeah, but the but the, the the Broadcast Museum and Hall of Fame in in Chicago, they have their issues too. Well, um, in, in, what, in what regard? Um, there there's been issues with them as well with Bruce Demont over the years in terms of you know in terms of some of the same things that you're talking about and there's been eyebrows raised about who's gotten in and when and how soon and all that kind of stuff but, 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 and, and, and they they've played they've played they've played to the general public a lot too like for example when wonder woman was hot they had that whole wonder woman exhibit down there too so don't don't think that they don't do it either I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that certain places don't do well they need attractions all, sure. all they, yeah, they need attractions and over-the-top exhibitionism. Of course, they need something to draw. But let's not turn the whole thing into one big draw. I mean, you know, I mean, let's give some respect to those who I think deserve that kind of respect, that kind of acknowledgement, that kind of situation where you're kind of like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it reads like Ken Burns, man. There's another thing I'm going to go after in a little bit of this show. Uh, the whole country western documentary thing. Oh, <clears throat> well, I Ken Burns. He's an he's a national treasure. Well, I for one, I did not go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Ivan, this week last. But how many times have you been there, Ivan? I've been there twice. Okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah, you I've saw for yourself. Twice. You evaluated it, and now you have your. I... Informed opinion. No offense, Ivan. If we get an opportunity to broadcast from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, we're doing it. Not that uh, we're going it, to. But if we did, I don't care. I'll rock. I'll, I'll broadcast from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, don't, don't say anything bad about him. Don't, yeah, don't expect it to say anything really good about it. But oh, I'll say do it. Bad. We'd like to go back there. <laughs> you cannot control me. <laughs> Uh, but um, that's not true. All we have to do is basically make sure the penis surgery goes differently. <laughs> so well, let's see. You know, uh, I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you it in a jar if it goes okay. <laughs> but guys, <laughs> you will remember me forever. In a vial of formaldehyde. And uh, the rest of my weekend was good too. <laughs> Let's let's go back to my guess. Well, what, else, what else did you do the rest of your weekend? Your weekend. <laughs> well, I took the plunge. I took the pre-order for uh, Disney Plus, so I'm in did for you? a year. When it launches in November, I'm ready. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I've committed. So he's pot committed to Disney Plus. Yep. I have they said right away how fast they're going to launch some of the new shows, or is it going to? They have. They haven't really said, have they? I presume they're gonna like just steadily drip them out. <laughs> there will be shows on the the launch day, I'm sure, but other shows, obviously, so. they're filming now that they're gonna be finished later on and, as the months go and, on. But the next well, that's what I mean. Gravity Fall. Like, well, that's what I mean because I'm kind of like sitting here and I'm like. You know, I, I came to a conclusion. I was, like, looking at some of the list of stuff. I'm like, 
Do I really? Am I really all that interested in a lot that's there except for the new content? I don't know. I don't. I feel like I'm. If I get it, I'm really getting it for the new content. I don't know that I'm getting it for like classic content. Yeah, I don't know that I'm really. I, I don't know that I need a vault of movies. Or maybe I mean I don't know. Maybe I'd have to look at the list of TV shows. I didn't look. And I'm sure, like Netflix, they'll be rotating movies and shows in and out to well, gauge interest and see which ones are uh, I will admit, greater draw. I will admit the entire library of Simpsons episodes is is somewhat is somewhat appealing, but um, I don't know. Twenty yeah. plus years of Simpsons episodes. I watched the season premiere of the South Park last week. Oh, did you? And it was all right. It wasn't. It seemed just like more South Park, and I don't know. And maybe they're. I and I understand why I'm only seeing like one or two episodes a year. Like, else if if one. Like, there's a hot-button issue, I see a headline, it was like, this South Park takes on this thing or whatever. Then, okay, then I'll watch it. But this one was more about the continuation of of Randy Marsh's Marijuana Farm. Okay. From last last season was great with um, that, and uh, the two-parter finale from last season was when Amazon built a fulfillment center inside South Park. And oh, Jeff God. Bezos was like, the aliens from Talos Four and the original Star Trek series. That's great. God, I shall return to Planet Bezos. I, I like I said, I haven't, I can't recall watching an episode. I don't really recall watching an episode um, since uh, since I don't know the how many I've watched since the movie. That's a long time. Oh, there were some yes. good ones same, over the past years. Same here. Since, since the movie. There's been a good one. One of my favorites, I think, was the one where they the kids play Warcraft. Oh, do they? I like that one. Yeah. I feel like everybody's done that episode, though. Because didn't, didn't Big Bang Theory do that episode, too? Where they I did, like, the, the Warcraft thing where it was Sheldor is online and Penny gets hooked, which is kind of hysterical, but... Yeah. Eh. Where Penny ends up getting hooked on uh, on, Warcraft, on Warcraft or whatever the hell they call it in that, but uh, so you bit the bullet and you're doing Disney Plus, yeah. I figure eventually. Yeah. We'll see what shows are available at launch. We'll get more info as that as the weeks get closer to launch day. Yeah, I, I caught a couple clips of Aladdin uh, here and there. Because now it's, you know, the footage is leading, leaking onto YouTube, so. And I'll think about the, um, um, some informative videos, you know, but, but what's happening with the, the lawsuit with Google and how it's changing content creation on, was it, on the, the review sites, like if it's intended for children or whatever. Like toy review sites are going to get demonetized or something like that. It's not going to look good. But, but it was interesting though. I had a nice week though. It was good. It was sort of a semi. Well, it was a two two day work week. So now I'm back to the grindstone, and the kids didn't leave too bad a mess for me. So mm-hmm. good. So 
How much Halloween candy have you sold? Uh, we're setting up Christmas, dude. Screw Halloween. Oh, dude. God. I know. I just walk past it and I just... Shield your eyes, Mike. Yeah, seriously. Uh, so, Ivan, did you do your groovy DJ thing at all over the weekend or no? No, not at all. I mean, I did a couple of appearances on Facebook Live and, of course, to be shot down like always. But uh, aside from that, no, nothing this weekend. Uh, I have the um, I have uh, the hold down at the L.A. Corral this Sunday uh, on the 6th. And then, uh, depending on how fast I bounce back on my feet, I hope in time to um, get to some of the other things this month, especially the uh, uh, Halloween party over at Cafe Mustache. Wait, Halloween. you're doing Country Western? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Hop along Rivera. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't seen my crazy pictures on Facebook? Of what? Y'all, all your uh, pictures on my... Facebook are crazy, Ivan. Yeah, I was well, say. yeah, they are crazy. But you got to be you careful know, about can... those Facebook lives. They'll put you in Facebook jail. Eh, you know what? <laughs> Let them catch me. But all I say is um, that uh, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, as far as what I've been doing, yeah, the uh, the uh, hold down at the LA uh, LA Corral has been happening now. This will be its third month. I I uh, started it off with an 11 hour set. When I first did it, and then it came with overwhelming. Eleven response. hours of cut. Co- Wait, stop. Eleven what? hours of country music. Yeah. And I did it. Get out of here. I did it. Yes, I did. Why? Because I could, and because I kind of like some of that. Because they pay music. you for it, right? I hope. No, I mean they paid me for it. Yeah, but the payment wasn't the deal as to why I wanted to do it. Uh, originally, the idea was brought up by one of the people that was working over at the arcade. And he says, yeah, because he ended up playing some country western over the speakers. So I'm thinking, hell, I could do that. And he goes, and he kind of called me out on it. He goes, really? And I said, yeah. He goes, all right. So what I did was I took my usual uh, layback wayback lounge, which is all jazz and uh, pop and exotic music, and I turned uh-huh. it into the you know, uh, the L.A. Corral situation. And I figured, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go do it big. So I did. I did 11 hours uh, that day. Hopalong uh, Ivan. Yes, it was Hopalong Ivan. And not only did I just do all the stuff that you got to know or you you should know, but I did a lot of stuff that you probably weren't going to hear no place else. And that was the draw. <clears throat> That's because... okay. Nobody wanted to hear that anyway. But they did, though. I had a full house. I only had, I had two a... pair. Huh? I had three of a kind. <laughs> oh, okay, you boys. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, but that that's how that turned out. Ever since everybody's been, I just, I think you need to give away, give back your rock and roll card. Uh, hey, I could do anything I want in my musical universe, dude. I'm not, um, I'm not just for this or for that. I mean, I love all kinds of music. Opera? Yes. You've, you've crossed the line. Opera? Country Western is too far. Viking music. It's Viking music. I've, well, I've done operettas. I mean, no operas, but I've done operettas. How about Gregorian <laughs> chant? I have done some Gregorian chants, actually. Oh. But see, but the thing is, 
all right, being a disc jockey and you've got this wealth of people that are expanding their horizons beyond the usual forms of dance or disco or any of that, you got people that actually just go ahead and they create these foundations of other types of music mixed in with other types of music. So Yes, but country and, isn't a type of music. Yes, well, it country, is, Jeff. Yes, it is, Jeff. Actually, country today is more rock than it's ever been. Uh, exactly. So which, which, you know, when you kind of look at it, the whole country politic feel of country and western music country politic yes country politic it is a word look it up all right uh, fine see yeah, country, country politic started as far back as Patsy Cline and uh Jim Reeves and um you know uh a number of other artists Eddie Arnold was crossing over from country to pop music country politic so <clears throat> so with that being said country has crossed a number of borders just like Motown was making black music for white people okay and whatever so the thing about it is is that the whole cross genre crossing the border thing has gone along in all of music the whole time music has been around everything touches off something else somewhere at some time at some point yeah like but, rock but and roll is just but, the blues sped up Thank you. Mm. you know, so did that's... Ivan play Old Town Road? Pardon me? Oh, here, I'll, I'll, did here, you... here, I'll give you... Jeff here, is asking give... if you played Old Town Road. Old Town Road? No, I didn't play Old Town Road. Why not? Because it's not on vinyl. Yes, it is. It's got to be on vinyl. No, it's not. You're really not? No. Wow. Not, not, every, not everybody's jumped on the... The vinyl train, as of late. I mean, there's still some holdouts out there. Joe but, Biden um, did. You know, well, that's a whole nother genre now. A whole nother thing. But, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, hey. hey you know what happens if you play the, the country records backwards, though, right? Yes, the devil comes up, I know. No, you get your house back, you oh. get your car back, you get your wife back. You get your dog back, you get everything back. There is, uh, yet there is an exclusive 7-inch vinyl of Old Town Road with Lil Nas X. Ha! And uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, exclusive, which means it's probably a record store day thing, which, of course, what's going to end up happening is the hoarders out there are going to buy all the copies of it, go to eBay, and charge three times the price over it. It's not a thing. Yeah, they're asking for, like, there's people on, e- on the popular auction site. I'm not even going to name it because they don't give us any money. They're going for like, they're asking 45, 50, 60 bucks for them. Wow. Yeah. It's a what? lot of money for a seven inch record. Yep. Believe it or not, I have sold records many times that. Well, yeah, <laughs> but we're not talking, we're talking about old time rule. We're not talking about. Old Town Road. We're not talking about like something like worth something. Well, what about uh, what about Tom Petty? Wildflowers, that album, ninety four. Do you know how much the albums are going for today? No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right now, right now, anywhere in the vicinity of three fifty to five hundred bucks. Wow. And this is nineteen ninety four. I think I bought that CD because it had. Didn't it have uh, Last Dance with Mary Jane on it? Or is that the yes. hits record? No, that's the hits record. Okay. Yeah, the real trick is, Mike, 
back in the 80s when like all like the hot records were like the like the purple rain and the like a virgin and all that stuff that stuff probably right now would be worth a fortune actually no oh did you guys see the figures as much i saw the thing on facebook with all those knockoff halloween costumes with the goofy names on them Oh, with the blow the blow up Halloween costumes, those stupid things. No, not the blow up Halloween costume. It was this the the knockoffs. They're like unofficial, like costumes of famous things and stuff. Like, mm. like, mm. Uh, like a prince costume would be called like Purple Music Man. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen <laughs> stuff like that. Where they try to get around the co- where they try to get around the copyright. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. There's that stuff. Yeah. Like a Darth Vader costume would be called like Black Space Cowboy Dude or something like that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Racist. Yeah. Halloween's coming. We're in yes. this 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 episode will be the first in October. My favorite is have you seen some of the ones from uh have you seen like some of the like the the knockoffs of like some of these toys that are out there. Oh like, yeah. There was one I saw where there was a pack where it said Avengers, and it's like Spider Man, the Hulk. <laughs> I can't remember who else it is, and Batman. Yeah, and a Power Ranger or something, you know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, wait. Yeah. There seems to be a problem I here. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Endorsement. So I've seen those like at the Seven Mile Fair. Yeah, like just KOs of, yeah. (laughs) When they have that stuff, it's hysterical. (laughs) They had a knockoff of Robocop called Robert Cop. I need to find it. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) It was like blue. Oh, it's cool. How do you, imagine how you got to feel when you bring that home for your kid and your kid goes, Batman, not in the Avengers. <laughs> oh, man. Batman, not in the Avengers. Where'd you get this, this from? This paint on this toy tastes like lead. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, shit. That, yeah, are there knockoff Transformers like that, too? Because that'd be hysterical. Well, yeah, some of the unofficial third-party names. Actually... They're using there's there's they're releasing a set. There's one uh, company called Fans Toys that's releasing a set of an unofficial, obviously, of the aerial bots, and they're all jets. So they're naming them all after like Top Gun characters. <laughs> okay, uh, it's nice tongue in cheek, little nink and a wad. I mean, nink, nink, nink. wink and a nod, nink and a wad. Yes. That's the name of the episode. Thank you. So we're just gonna call it Ivan's penis, I think this one. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to call it Ivan's penis, we need to talk more about it. No. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, we do. I still can't believe I still can't believe that you do country western. What are you thinking? Shame <laughs> on you. What? What's so bad about Country Western? Come on. Country Jeff's got Western. a grudge, man. I, Jeff's all about, I hate Endgame. I hate Country Music. Like, ah. I don't really hate hey, it. I'm all like, I hate the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I'm like, I, I'm okay. I like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't hate the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame much. I just... Much. Like much. 
But they're, they're, but. they don't like some of their policies, okay, okay? Besides, you know, I go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this goes just for a couple seconds. Go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Wow, I get to see Sam Phillips' studio. Cool. I get to go see uh, my favorite band, Alan Freed, and this big board that was interactive and get to hear the disc jockeys. Cool. Uh, let me see the remnants of Otis Redding's plane, the one that went down that killed seven people. Ay. <laughs> okay, let me go ahead and uh, walk up to this little pedestal and look at John Lennon's glasses, the ones he wore when he got shot at the Delta. Or at the whatever they call it. It's pretty Now grim, some man. people want to see that stuff. It's pretty grim. Yikes. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. What do you want them to show? Films, videos, they television do show films programs. and videos. Yeah, but I think they, I, I, I think they just need to kind of concentrate more about being full of information and and splendor and things like that than just the whole um, uh, gaper, you know, knee jerk effect of oh my god. I am only two feet away from a pair of glasses that John Hold on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And he stop. was shot with his glasses and they got stop, broken. Stop, stop. Then, of course, Hold you know. Oh, I got to go second. ahead. Ivan, Ivan, what, what is the most popular, what is the most popular museum in all of Chicago? I don't know. Come on. I haven't been to. Field, I, the Field I, Museum? Uh, Museum of Science and Industry. There we go. Why is it the most popular, Ivan? Because it has science and industry in it. And it's interactive, and you can go in and do things. Right. Well, that's why they want to see that stuff. Yeah. I don't mind looking at a human heart. I got one. I don't mind looking at a a beautiful display of a train. Huh? Nothing. I don't mind. Jesus. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Ivan has a heart. I'm pretty sure he has one. I know. We know and he has so lungs. He's been coughing the, the whole show. Right I, don't okay. <laughs> I don't know if I have one after the seventh, but. <laughs> Why would you not have one after the seventh? <laughs> well, <laughs> you That's say... not where they're going. If you're going there, Ivan will have a lot of money to put towards the show because he's going to be like a millionaire. Okay, I could be the, I could be one of the several uh, uh, gender-changing males in the world. You know, well, there's more of them. Not ever been. But they want stuff that is gaper for people. That's, I mean, that's why they got the submarine. That's why they got the cold, the cold yeah, ride, and all that stuff. Yeah, that's cool stuff to look at. What I, do I don't want people to... think is John. What do you think people think of John Lennon's glasses? They think it's cool. They think it's it's morbid though. I don't want to look at John Lennon's glasses, knowing that he was in them the day he got shot. I wonder how much they paid Yoko for those. <laughs> well, if it's any indication, because she still can't sing worth a damn. <laughs> Have you seen her lately in some of her performances? You don't want to performing? No, I I don't even know she performs anymore. Oh, go on the internet 
and no. see what she's doing lately and see if that isn't sliding down a razor well, Once I'm done listening to the Squares the Roundtable podcast, available on Apple and Google Play, we'll, we'll check out the internet for Yoko Ono's fantastic performances. Not really. Yeah. No, Believe no, I'm not going to do that. No, no way now. Put it this way. Take a knife to your penis and that'll be just about the size of it. Anyway. Um... Yikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sax player Yoko Ono. Okay. Uh, should I describe it or should I just let you discover it? We'll figure it out for ourselves. No, yeah, well, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll kid it. I won't go there. Thank you. You spared me that. Yeah, <laughs> Anything like, else? Like, uh, does anybody hate this week? They uh, want to talk about. What else do we hate? <laughs> uh, actually, I oh, should I get into shows that I didn't like this week? Sure. Seeing as we're on the negative Nancy okay. here. Yeah, it seems well, like I, you I didn't like glow. Because like it was slow. Like, glow. Yeah. I didn't it, like glow. Does um, it blow? blow? Um, yeah, it was slow, so oh, it blows. Oh, so it blows. It's a no. For so glow. No. Uh, unicorn. No show, no show for glow. So unicorn no. is a a thirty minute uh one uh, one of those uh out of one of those sick. What it's not like a sitcom. It's like. The Office, where they do it, like, where there's no audience or anything like that. Uh, but it's, um, I can't remember. There's a bunch of people in there that have been in a bunch of other shows that are really, really good. And it looked funny. And I gotta tell you, the first episode was so boring. It was unbelievable. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. It was, a, you know what it is? It's the guy, it's the guy from the, sh- that whale, that whale and Goggins or whatever his name is. Is the main character, and then you remember the guy who plays uh, in the hot tub time machine? The the guy who plays Lou. I never saw the top, hot tub time machine. You never saw hot tub time machine? That was actually halfway decent. You should see that at some point. Was it Jason hot... Bateman? I think was in that one. No, no, not Jason Bateman. No, the guy, the other guy, Rob something or other. The guy who's in Ballers. Actually, it's funny. That guy is in there from Ballers. And Robert Wall. Guy in there from. No, not Robert Wall. That's Arliss. Did they have the woman from Electra Woman and Dinah Girl? Did they have them too? No. (laughs) Anyway, I didn't think it was that good. So I I probably will drop that one. Um, (laughs) But I will tell you, though, I'll tell you. Okay, so now we'll get to the stuff that I did like. Um, I thought... (laughs) Which ain't much. I thought Perfect Harmony was interesting. I do... I do like Bradley Whitford. I, I enjoy his stuff. And then, what's her name? The one of the chicks from. Uh, see, I'm gonna get in trouble for calling her a chick. Uh, <laughs> what's her name? The the one from Pitch Perfect, that Anna Camp woman. Um, they, it's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, it needs a little bit of work, but that, but it, but it, it's somewhat interesting. It's not nearly funny enough. But uh, what else? Uh, there's one on CBS called All Rise. It's about uh, this black woman who becomes a judge who is a prosecutor. That one was halfway interesting. And then uh, the Jimmy Smith thing with uh, the Bluff City thing was better than I expected. Those are I... the ones that I've, I've seen. And then the other one was um, – so Greg Rucka, who does comic book writing, did, is the one who did that Stumptown. It's got – what's her name? Colby Smolders from who plays Maria Hill. Yeah. That was pretty good. 
Okay. Uh, a little quirky, but good. Um, yeah, I've seen trailers for those through the internet, so it looks good. I might check it out. Yeah, Stumptown wasn't bad. It, it still needs a little bit of... It's a little quirky at points, um, and uh, Colby Smolders is a little too cool for the room, if you know what I mean. Uh, but um, I, I, she just seems like she's like too much of a... I'm a badass and you're not, but I'm in big trouble and I have my life sucks. Um, I don't know. It, it, I, I give it, it. It's got. It's worth watching. I think it'll be okay. I, I kind of am rooting for it in some ways because, um, like I said, Greg Rucka, who does a lot of DC writing and has done some Marvel writing, is mm-hmm. one of the guys on that. Sh- who's one of the guys I think who's writing or producing that show. So I'm kind of rooting for that because it's always good to see comic book writers doing well. So you're doing the rooting tooting for that, aren't you? Yeah. I, well, yeah. Well, I hope it works out for him. I really do. Um, because I know he's got other stuff out there that he'd like to be. He'd like to be, you know, doing more than just being out there writing comics these days. But um, to say it's a spice to his life. huh? Yeah. Well, hey, money is money. You want more. Hey, look. Hey, know. everybody wants more money. Yeah. Well, and, and it's working in TV is a little different than working in comics. So, well, yeah. But um, and you got you want to expand your empire. But uh, mm-hmm. those are the ones that I've. Those are the new shows I've seen so far. I didn't get a chance to watch Emergence yet. I have that on tape. I really don't feel like watching it though. I'm tired of these shows where it's like, oh, something happened and now we have to figure it all out and it's going to be long and boring and slow. I have enough of those shows. You want something that's satisfying right in the first four minutes? No, no. Well, yeah, that would be. Well. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't need that. But there, like, Mike knows. Five Mike will understand what I'm talking about, which is, <laughs> you know, you have these shows like Lost, where they go on for all time and eternity, and they don't really answer the mystery. And they're just meandering about. And they're just meandering about, and you have a feeling at some point they don't have a fucking clue where they're going, and it's like, it's like some of these shows the are intriguing. And the problem is some of these shows are intriguing and sometimes you're like, is this show going to work or is this the show that I'm going to get all the way through like to the end and they're not going to renew it and then I'm just going to be pissed because I don't know what the fuck happens. Uh, could, could be. Right. It's very you're, you're, it's very hit or miss on those shows where it's like, <laughs> you, you're, you're kind of like, do I want to keep watching? Because it's certainly, like Manifest was that way. But Manifest got season two, so thank God. Um, uh-huh. but Manifest was kind of like that last year, where it was kind of like that, and you're like, eh, this is going to do the last thing, isn't it? And I'm like, okay, well, let's see. Let's hope, it, let's hope it gets a season two. If not, well, I'm going to be annoyed Edited. again. Uh, unsatisfying television. It's you, what's on TV tonight. You watching anything, Ivan? Uh... What I watch is pretty much of no consequence because I mean I have free television, so this is free television. Else... Everything I said is on free television. Everything is oh. network that I just said. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll have to go ahead and see it because I mean, basically, you know, being an old codge and everything like that, I tend to fall into wormholes of old television, which I do watch a lot of. I have to say, I mean, I clock a lot of hours just. You know, you know. I guess being this waxing nostalgia, if you if you will. Oh, he's like watching me TV all day. 
Yeah. Well, BTV, Star TV, Heroes and Icons. Heroes and Icons. Yep. Good one. Yeah, I get my fill of uh, all of the all of the Star Trek I could ever want to watch. Did you finish the Toys That Made Us series? Uh, no, I haven't yet. How many other ones? Which ones did you watch? Well, I other than the ones that we watched together, I was starting. Wait a minute. <laughs> I was in the middle of watching the one on Barbie, but I had got called away, so I need to get back. So you have, you've watched one almost. One almost. Okay. You know, yeah, because uh, I mean, season one and two are is out on DVD this week. So I think I might pick it up because it got some bonus content that I want to read. Oh, well, that's cool. I mean, because the one we saw on Transformers was outstanding. I thought yeah. it was great. Yeah, there's a couple in season two that are kind of boring, but. Season one was solid, and it's, yeah, it's really good, interesting toy history. And it's still what do they late. talk about the GoBots? They do talk about GoBots because they, they preceded the Go- Transformers by about six months in the United States. Right. Yep. They that, sure that, did. that died out, right? Yeah. The fiction wasn't as good, and the figures were smaller. They were good for like for. And the quality wasn't there either. Yeah, Transformers like had larger ones. They had more interesting looking designs than the GoBots. Better, better, uh, better makeups as far as like stories and yeah. Uh, obviously, the the cartoon there. was not as good. The Hanna Barbera GoBots cartoon was was not as good as the Transformers one uh, for its yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'd recommend finishing those if you can. I will. Do you? Will. You have? Does you or Julie have Netflix? I have. I don't have Netflix, but I can just grab whatever on my phone. You know, if I get it there, so. Well, I you mean, need a I, Netflix account to watch them. Well, unless what you get I'm going to DV. Well, here's what I'm doing. Uh, I just, in fact, it's funny you should mention about getting, um, uh, getting. Um, what the hell is I going to say? Okay, I had a senior moment. Sorry, getting internet and stuff. I'm about to go ahead and fire off uh, fifty dollars a month to get in Xfinity. So I, because I got Netflix on my television. All I need is just all I just need is the internet, and once I got that, then I've got Netflix. You know, so you have a Netflix I, account. Uh, the the television. I have one of those smart TVs. Yeah, so, so you can it's watch right Netflix up. to the TV. We still have to pay Netflix. Yes, Ivan. Well, okay. Well, that's why I'm going to get. That's why I'm going to get Xfinity, so I could have internet, so I could watch Netflix, and so I could watch. Voodoo and Hulu and all the rest of it. Which you have to you know, pay for some of that stuff, though. Yes, I do. I do. But until I know how much any of that's going to be, I have to wait. So we'll see. I mean, I know Hulu you can get for five ninety nine a month, which I know that. And uh, I know some of the other streaming services. There's one that's out there that is absolutely free. Do you guys happen to remember the name of it? I know. There was like a an advertisement on um on the internet, and it's got a couple of it's got a couple of the members of uh, Avengers on it. They're saying you're paying what for that? You're paying what for Hulu? Why not get this when it's free? Huh? I can't think, but, but I can't yeah, think of the just, name of what it is. Uh, well, there's a lot of free content when you're in, when you subscribe, but that's yeah, when, with but, a subscription but, though. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what right. you're talking about, Ivan. Well, it's out there. Okay. So, yeah. 
So anyway, so the point I'm making here is, yeah, I got to expand my horizons in order to be more in the swing of things that we talk out here on the show. But, yeah. you know, so that's all. I mean, I'm working on it. You've been to your local comic book shore, store lately? No, I haven't. I uh, I still have to I still have to pick up the last one, two, three, three episodes of uh, Unnatural. They finished up the the series, and um, now uh, Mirka has um, moved on to a new um, series called what Was it Mercy? It's called Mercy, which uh, I'm kind of interested in. But she also has another set of characters called Paprika and Dill, which I'm hoping. Because she's been putting a lot of content on Instagram uh, about these two characters, and I'm hoping that she designs a story uh, to go with these characters because they're very they're very interesting. I'm liking them a lot. So, you know, Paprika is an is, is is your is your naughty little devil woman who is in love with an even naughtier angel by the name of Dill. So, okay, I'm, I'm gonna leave it right there. Okay. Okay. Let us know if you check it out. Yeah, I will. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's been. I need to. I'll need to sit there and see if I can start grabbing some graphic novels from the library or something, or see what I can pick up, um, just to start looking at things. Um, Uh, Yeah, you should check. You should check out the Unnatural series. It's really, really good. It's well. Well, I'm also slightly at the mercy of whatever the library has, so we'll have to see. (laughs) Uh, well, I don't think they'll have that. Well, fire off a few dollars. And I still, see what I want to get, I want to read Kingdom uh, Come before the Crisis uh, uh, special on CW. Yeah, well, you got you got a little bit of time. I saw a billboard for Batwoman on CW. Is that show started yet? Not yet. Oh. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to. That's the CW stuff has not started yet. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to get the CW moved. Didn't it become part yeah. of? Yeah, well, in Chicago, it did. Yeah, it's now part of the U. The U now. UCW. The UCW? Is that a wrestling federation? No. Well, actually, we need to talk. We do need to talk about. We do need to talk about. uh, The BBC? There's some some stuff. There's (laughs) quite a bit of interesting stuff going on with wrestling at this point. Not Glow. Uh, No, not Glow. and, And not BBC? BBC. No, I don't know about BBC. That's an entirely different thing. It's still a British, theoretical uh, name. British, that. The British thing, yeah. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. Probably won't. But if it does, we'll let you know. Mm, I don't care. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so, so next, what's going on in wrestling? Actually, wrestling. actually, yeah. So CW, CW starts their, their, their slate um, is that cleaner slate? Their their slate of programming starts next this coming Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I, I will I'll admit I'm curious to see what the Nancy Drew show looks like. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that. Uh, I think if I remember correctly, it's the guy who does. I think the, the people involved with that have done with Veronica Mars, so. It, I have a feeling it. The real question is, how close will it be to like Veronica Mars versus, you know, Nancy Drew? But well, we'll see. Well, um, you're trying to take something that was written in like what the 40s or the 50s and just updating it to new standard. Well, they did it with Riverdale, 
So I mean, it, maybe they yeah, do they it did. So it, 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 yeah, it could be good. It could I'm, be good. I'm willing to give it a shot. I I kind of like that they're taking some of these older properties and they're finding ways back to right. bring them back like this. I I really do. Um, oh no! Oh no! I have no version of that. That's that's a great idea. Right. And to, to what Mike is asking, yeah. So wrestling, wrestling's gonna be wrestling's got some interesting stuff going on um, here in October. First of all, I think we've talked about here in the past that um, Dusty Rhodes's kid Cody Rhodes and a few other wrestlers got together with the with a guy with a guy who's who's uh, whose dad owns the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they put together. Uh, a new wrestling promotion called AEW, better known as All Elite Wrestling. And Chris Jericho's over there, and Jim Ross is there, and D- the guy who played Dean Ambrose is there, but it's, his name is, they, they changed his name to Johnny Moxley. So anyway, they got a deal with TNT, and they their debut is Wednesday night. And I believe they have a two-hour show on Wednesday night, starting hmm. this Wednesday. Uh, opposite them, is um, the WWE has a, a third brand called NXT. And to combat, uh, the USA Network is running NXT live opposite that show on Wednesday nights for two hours. So it should be interesting because uh, we're kind of going to get like a, a little bit of a wrestling war, so to speak, kind of like back in the day with the old Monday Night Wars. Except mm-hmm. it's not going to be necessarily the straight up talent of 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 you know the WWE. It's going to be their minor leagues, which is incredibly incredibly popular. And they've already started. They've been showing the first hour of NXT on USA for a couple weeks now. It's been pretty. The numbers have been okay. Um, I'm <laughs> curious to see what happens when the two shows go head to head. The other thing is Friday is when. Uh, the WWE WWE SmackDown is going to be on Fox, and it'll start mm-hmm. being on Fox. And if you've been watching any of the, if you've been watching any of the Fox programming, it's like they're like everywhere talking about this thing. Um, hmm. And supposedly, does Fox still have NASCAR? I don't know. Maybe on Sundays. I don't know. Of course, that's well, winding down now. I mean, there's well, still right, races. You but... got you got you got football. Yeah, um, that too. Yeah, but yeah, um, because because Lord knows baseball is taking a hit this last few weeks. Well, no, baseball hasn't. It just has in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It just has in Chicago. Yeah, but mm-hmm. um, it'll be interesting because they gave the WWE a lot of money to be on to be on Fox, and I'm curious to see what they do. I know, I know they already confirmed that The Rock will be there this week. But that doesn't mean he'll be there next week because he certainly won't exactly. be. He'll just be there the uh, one time, the one shot right. for the they, draw. They want, a, they want a good opening premiere, and they got a bunch of people. But they're going to have to figure out. They're going to have to figure out how they're going to sustain how it. They're going to sustain an audience because I'll be honest. That show, unless they make some serious changes, that show that they're bringing over when it was on USA on Tuesday nights was not drawing well unless, you know, they've been slowly, but unless they're going to build out some new storylines and really, really make it work. I don't know. I, I just don't. So it's got all, it's got all the D appeal of somebody taking a shit in the toilet right now. 
Well, we'll see. I, I'm, you know, honestly, what I, the only thing I will give them advantage, give them say this is, what else are you watching on Friday night? If you're at home, because there ain't much on regular network TV on a Friday night. So nope. you're talking about programming a live wrestling show on Friday nights. That's not the bar's not super high here. Right. But we'll see. But then again, like I said, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I mean, the first show out the gate, they are giving us Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston for the title. Uh, I'm curious to see where that goes. But, okay, but um, okay, just just to address something, Jeff. As far as um, the viewership of the people watching these kind of programs, do you think uh, it's ex- are they actually trying to cater? to a younger audience because of the programming or do you think it's just uh uh the older the older viewers just waxing nostalgia for what was or what 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 might have been yeah that's a good question um that's a good question i think there's still quite a bit of wrestling fans out there i just don't that's part of the wwe's problem too is Mm -hmm. that they want that younger audience and yet they want to do certain things to skew to that older audience and they've had problems with it. It'll be interesting to see what Fox... Now, the, the talk is Fox wants them to get edgier on Friday night than they've been lately. Because they've kind of dumbed down their programming to like about a PG, PG-13 programming at times. And lately, they've been, and the rumor has it that they want Fox wants them to, to kind of go back to what you might have saw back in the day of the, air, the Attitude Era when right. it was really hot. But we'll see, because you also got to be careful about people and how they're going to work and how much, mo- you know, and how that's all going to happen. So also that, too, that's also, crazy, too. Also, too, you got to think of the climate that we're in right now and how a lot of what they did in wrestling back then, do you think that would translate into the now? Well, they get, hey, the WWE is still one of the most popular brands on on social media. That's out there right now. They still they still get quite a bit of people who are looking at the, at the content. I just wonder sometimes that I kind of laugh because it's do I you know sometimes I have to admit I'm not watching the show. If I hear there is something interesting, I go on Facebook. I see if I can find it. If not, I go on YouTube and I could probably find it in five five minutes. And I didn't have to watch the whole show. The trick right. is is that they need to make it where they it's need fully- to. Un- they need, they need to, to where people want to watch the sh- the whole show. Well, yeah, they want to keep and, it fully and, engaged. And that's the, and, and in fairness, that's been the problem lately. Is is that they're not writing a good enough show to do that, you know? And that's that's unfortunate. But that's that's we'll see. We'll see yeah. if they well, can be better. Well, at you, it. well, you know, just a matter of just putting all of the elements and making them flow together in a way that once you've turned it on, you're going to stay there. Well, right. And that, and unfortunately, in the last. In the last five, in the last decade, that's not been what the you're case. finding from WWE, WWE TV, um, especially once what's his name was gone. Once you know, you know, especially they haven't made a lot of stars, a, a lot of new stars, and they they lost a few people to, they lost a few people who would would make that work for them a little bit better. Um, you know, CM Punk went away, which was smart uh, on CM Punk's part. Good for him. Uh, John Cena is making movies, so you know John so, but, Cena. But, is... 
But are there any know? new? But are there any new, younger, fresher personalities? Well, ironically, all cool. the time. That's where wrestling is. Well, the, the irony is, is that probably the most popular, the most pop. Ironically, some of the hottest acts right now in the WWE are the women. Okay. So, I mean, last but, year WrestleMania was headlined by Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair. That's okay, the now he, it's that, that's the first time we've ever had a women's main event, main event WrestleMania. So, okay, now, and end okay. the show. So, but is, yeah, but I is, mean, women's wrestling right now, some of some of the women's wrestling right now is far. I, I, let me say this. I think there were some great women wrestlers back in the day, but they didn't let them do nearly what some of these women wrestlers are allowed to do now. And, well, and there's I, more, I, and there's more, there's more of a level of quality in terms of the number of wrestlers available who are who are women right now than there's ever been before. Which that's good. Let's just hope it doesn't fall into the novelty category. It's of, not. Oh, uh, 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 it's the flavor of the day. We've got it's women not. wrestlers. Let's go ahead and let's uh, make them a centerpiece for all things women's wrestling. Okay. And we'll see how far we can drain this out until it's no longer a commodity. Yeah, it doesn't not seem what's like they're doing Ivan. that, Ivan. No, Ivan, that, that's not what they're doing at all. Matter of fact, oh. one of the pieces that one of the people who's been front and center in a lot of, a lot of their, um, their their advertising has been Becky Lynch, and Becky Lynch is probably probably the hottest wrestler in the company. Okay, they cooled her okay. They cooled her off a little bit, but she was probably one of the hottest wrestlers in the company for the last year. With, okay, with, that, with what she was doing. I'm um, just hope, I'm just hoping that okay that they treat this sensibility with the respect and integrity that it deserves. And this is just not another excuse for them to go ahead and say, oh, boy, women wrestlers, hot, half naked, oh, boy. Oh, no, they haven't been doing that for a while. If anything, if anything, that's one of the comments I hear from certain people is, is that really in reality, some of these women don't dress, some of these women don't really dress all nearly as sexy as they used to in the, back in the, back in the, the attitude era. Well, uh, well, that's it's good. Treated more, it's treated more like sport now. A real sport is a real sport. It's treated and more, they're treated more like sport than they ever have before. So, all right. Well, no, that, that, if, that, anything, that, if anything, that's... Yeah, I mean, Ivan, let me give yeah. you perspective, okay? Lay it on me. Um, Sunday night, there's a, there's a pay-per-view, and one of the main events, one of the main events is going to be Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks inside of Hell of a... Inside the Hell in the Cell cell. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about a structure that's like an enclosed cage that's 20 feet high. Damn. Okay. And they're doing, and, and this is like, they, they, in fairness, depending on how you work this match, it can be really, really dangerous. Um, this is the mat, this is the structure where Foley fell 20 feet in the air through, a, mm-hmm. through an announce table. Okay. Oh my gosh! So I don't think that that's going to happen, but mm-hmm. no, they've been treating the women, the women, the women's wrestling in the WWE has come very, very far in the last four or five years. So no, that's it's not. And if anything, there's a part of me where I'm like, they should have their own women's show. There's that many women that are that good that some of them are getting lost in in, in the shuffle. 
because they don't have enough room on the show between them and the and the men. They don't have enough room to put all these people on. Okay, because so, here right now, I got on my screen here, I got Sasha Banks cheats to beat Alexis Bliss brawls with Becky Lynch. Okay, because I've got that off of uh, I've yeah. got that off a site here. Then uh, Becky Lynch appears on the Fox NFL desk. Titus O'Neil on Tamron Hall. Let's see. And then uh, well, I don't think he was really on Tamron Hall, but he was probably talking to her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch has Mick Foley for some brutal advice ahead of hell. Okay. <laughs> what are you? I'm just. What website are you on? Uh, I'm. I'm just. I just went online and I just. Yeah, we have that. I, I popped. Excuse me. I popped off. Uh, you know Becky Lynch, and I came up with a number of top stories here on my phone. Okay. And I'm just. I'm getting. I'm getting perspective here. Okay. So headline. Okay. Okay. On WrestleZone, that's where I got the first one. Second one was, E, Wrestling News. I don't even know who that is. And then uh, let me see. I'm just telling you where I'm getting this stuff from. There's. Pink Villa. Seth Seth Rollins deletes and reactivates his Twitter account as Becky Lynch's whatever. How WWE Becky Lynch found... Okay, we get the idea. Yes, there's a lot of stuff going on with Becky Lynch. The sheet's mentioned on the internet in places, yes. Yeah, so I'm just just giving myself an education here about Becky Lynch and this whole thing. I'm going to dive into this a little bit more because now I'm intrigued. Well, yeah, and Sasha Banks is related to Snoop Dogg somehow, and I can't remember how. Okay, then here's one here. Uh, new WWE Day of Documentary with Becky Lynch. Is, right. Is, I, I right. Now, like I said, like I said, there's a lot of content out there, Ivan. It's just a matter of they are not writing the stories the way they used to. And the, in fairness, they've tried to make it more of a sport, but at the same time in doing so, they've forgotten some basic storytelling elements. Uh, yeah, and, and and so how do you what so do that, you propose the or what I'm, what I'm trying to say is what do you think these other smaller wrestling federations are starting to get traction? What are they seeing in these that they're not getting from the WWE? Well, I think that it got to the point where WWE got complacent. They got complacent. They 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 were the only real show in town, and people. And after a while, you kind of got tired of seeing the same stuff over and over again based on what they do in their style and how they do things. So people were looking for other stuff. I mean, the independent the independent circuit for independent shows has been pretty hot for our, the last few years because at times the WWE wasn't really listening to a lot of, how do I say, the hardcore fans. And so... You know, I think that that's kind of helped some of this. And we'll see. I'm curious to see what the numbers look like Wednesday night for AEW. In fairness, they've done very, very well in terms of, you know, selling out pay-per-views and stuff like that that they've done. And um, they've had good following so far. I'm curious to see how this goes because now they're going to have weekly TV. And that's a different animal because they haven't had weekly TV yet. And now they're going to. In fairness, the good news, the only thing that they've got going for them is they've got a legendary Hall of Fame announcer in Jim Ross. And that's huge. Okay. That's huge. I mean, they're going to have Tony Schiavone from, from, from the old Nitro days. Those are two very big names 
that people will recognize and it gives them legitimacy. Chris Jericho is going to be on that show. He's their champion right now. So, I mean, that helps too. And I've seen Chris Jericho doing a whole bunch of stuff out there in a bunch of places um, to, to, to promote AEW. And, and that makes sense because he's probably the most well-known. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll see. Like I said, I, I think uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I don't know what the numbers need to look like in the beginning for them on TNT, for them to, to be – for them not to have to worry about TNT getting nervous. But, you know, in fairness, got to tell you right now, yeah, some of the people – a lot of the people who are on that show – if you're a real hardcore wrestling fan and you've been watching other stuff, you probably know who all those guys are. Me personally, I know a few of them. I know some of them by name, but the rest of them, I don't know. I'm curious to see how that goes. The positive is, like I said, they've got just enough people who can make this work. And it seems like they're going to have a fresher look and they're going to try to look different than the WWE. And that's, that's a positive. So we'll see. Diversity is, only going to favor the consumer. Yep, and that's that's the hope. That's the hope. And, and in fairness, some you know some of these WWE guys, their contracts are going to start coming up, and you know, depending, this is good for those guys too. Which is, hey, guess what? You know, you can't softball me on, you can't lowball me on an offer. You know, yeah. maybe maybe yeah. maybe now these guys will get health insurance. Who knows? Well, I have well, no maybe. Idea. Well, let's just hope that some good will come from all of this exposure and all of this uh, televised, you know, um, programming for them. And, uh, you know, like with any franchise, you know, you can always hope for the best. And let's hope that, again, they treat it with respect, integrity. And those that, you know, who are involved in it will really give – the people what they want you know i mean it's well i think that i think that's not a how do you say the, 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 where we're at right now is this the advantage that aew has is they really only have to provide two hours a week of programming okay and when they decide to do they're going to do a pay-per-view versus right. the wwe who is constantly putting out programming and they have a network and they have all that stuff yeah, their own and, streaming service right they have their own streaming service they're on they're now you know i mean they've got nx they've got raw that's on as we're doing mm-hmm. a show they've got nxt that's another two hours you know they've got smackdown which is going to be another two hours on fox and then to top it off every month they've got a pay-per-view and that doesn't include any other type of programming that they're doing, even if it's just sit down studio shows and stuff like that, yeah, that they're doing. They're With the creating... wealth of fresh content that WWE is putting out, that's why I'm saying, why are these smaller wrestling federations gaining traction and getting a share of the because, viewership? Well, like I said, because because the answer to that question is, Mike is, is that the WWE caters to certain types of fans. And the WWE does, has done certain things. Like, for example, um, for a while, Vince McMahon was very much about Roman Reigns is going to be the face of the WWE and he's going to be the baby face and he's going to be our big superstar. And that was something, and it was force fed and the fans didn't like it. 
and the fans were very much behind Daniel Bryan and the federal and and the organization didn't seem to grasp that no we want to see we we want to see Daniel Bryan that this is who the fans want and the fans kind of revolted a little bit and the fans got tired of okay you're not I mean we're not I, I there's two sides of it which is the fans shouldn't dictate everything at the same time we're the ones buying the tickets and I think that there were enough people who got tired of it that started looking for other stuff not to mention like I said some of the storytelling was tired you know like for example if John Cena is out at the beginning of the show to do to do an in-ring segment or do a match odds on John Cena being out being involved in anything else the rest of the night are extremely low so if I'm here to watch John Cena I'm done in 15 minutes I'm right. done. I'm done. I don't need to come back. Okay. Versus back in the day when you had Stone, when you, and I'm just using this as an example. Back in the day when they used to bring in Stone Cold. Well, Stone Cold would walk. You know, Vince McMahon did something in the beginning of the show where oh, Stone Cold, blah blah blah, and then they'd show Stone Cold walking into the building, and then they have Stone Cold where he'd do an interview. Then Stone Cold would go out to the out to out into the ring and he'd say a bunch of stuff and stuff that would happen, and then they'd set something up for later in the show. And then they'd do another interview somewhere later with Stone Cold later that night. And then you knew Stone Cold would be out later that night to do a match. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, am I going to watch the whole two hours of Raw because I'm interested to see what's going to happen? Yeah. Absolutely. But they don't do that anymore. Just like they don't set cliffhangers up anymore at the end. So, oh my God, I definitely have to watch to see what happens on next Monday. Or whatever the show is. Tune in no next week. Right. There is no, I mean, well, like, hey, oh my God, what's going to happen? What's going to happen to this? You know, they don't do enough of that anymore. And. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think we've I mean, that's, touched that's, enough on, that's part, right. on the wrestling well, we finally side. Get, let's finally get to the other thing we've been, we've been holding off on, which is, and I haven't brought it up, and you kind of brought it up, but I guess we can finally get to it. Remember when we talked Remember when we were sitting there and we were talking about, oh, no, Spider-Man. It's like the James Gunn thing all over again. Mm-hmm. Like, we talked about that for weeks and weeks and weeks. I was like, okay. Oh, it's done. Well, it's, well, it's, but, it's good news. I'm glad. Yeah. Right. So. Well, I mean. We got so good we news got... and then we got gooder news. Right. We did? Yeah. We got good news that Spidey's back. Mm-hmm. And the gooder news is that we're getting a third Spider-Man in 2021. Right. So that's gooder. Okay. Is that what gooder is? Yay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we talked about this. We talked. Yes. We agreed. We all agreed that this thing wasn't done when it was done. We all. We. we I mean, all three of us agreed on that. Where you know this was probably going to be. You know, where some this wasn't done until Mar, until Sony announced that they were putting Spider-Man in the movie. Yeah. That this wasn't done. The thing is and, that Marvel had had plotted their trajectory of the next couple of years between Disney Plus and the movies they were going to put out. But the fact that they shoehorned one in says, okay, it's like it's like two two guys arguing over a pile of money. And who's going to get yeah. the slightly less well, large pile of money? Well, here's a here's a bit that I got from Forbes, and it says, "Spider-Man's return to Disney Marvel Comics 
at great cost to Sony. And the piece, of course, reads around the world, Disney and Sony came to a brokered piece on Friday concerning the use of Sony's Peter Parker Spider-Man character, played by Tom Holland, within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Simply put, Disney will put up 25% of the budget for the third Spider-Man movie in exchange for 25% of the profits. Kevin Fain will then serve as a producer alongside Feige. Feige. Will then serve... We'll serve as producer alongside Sony's Amy Pascal for the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home, a film which will be part of the MCU. Oh, and Peter Parker will appear in at least one other MCU movie, which I'm guessing will be whatever the next team team up flick turns out to be, Young Avengers, Galactus Dreams of Planets, maybe? It's unquestionably good news for folks... One more time with feeling. Interesting. No. Well, you, what, it, what team up flick turns out to be? Young Avengers? Galacticus? Uh, Galacticus? Dreams of Planets? <laughs> Galactus, Ivan. Galactus. Galactus. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Got to put my glasses on here. Here we go. That's a good thing to have when you're reading. Well, I don't like to use them. Unquestionably good news for folks who like Spider-Man's interactions within the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If we're being honest, a Spider-Man 3... Version 2.0 within the MCU will probably make more money than one outside of the MCU. It may yes. not be 25% more money. After all, Venom earned $852 million worldwide last year. But say la vie. It's also a compromise in that Disney doesn't get so much of Spider-Man that Marvel sees less of a need to create new superhero franchises. The bad news is that Disney now controls 25% and gets 25% of the film's respective global market share for what would be after Jurassic World and Fast and Furious wrap up in 2021, one of the last remaining mega-huge non-Disney IPs. The other issue is that Sony loses the chance to show once and for all that they don't need Marvel to make a good to great Spider-Man movie. Moreover, Why is that a bad thing? Moreover, they can show, relatively speaking, that the credit for the well-reviewed, well-received, and highly successful Homecoming to the tune of $880 million in 2017 on a $170 million budget and far from home, $1.13 billion in 2019 on a $160 million budget shouldn't entirely go to Kevin Fergie. Feige. <laughs> Fergie. I'm sorry. My lady hopes. My lumps. My lumps. My lovely lumps. Okay. And the Marvel brand. That's not Is there a reason why you're reading stuff that Mike and I already know? Because I'm just explaining to the rest of the people. Just kind of. That's what we do. Kevin Fergie. Fergie. Fergie, okay. How my London Bridge go falling down my London Bridge. Okay, you know what? Jeez. I've got 20 billion reasons, not even counting the Spidey flicks, to argue that they damn sure helped. But Sony has shown that they can be a pretty solid Spidey flick without the MCU. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. You're done. Uh, Fergie! I think that's There's the name of the show. Is Kevin 
Is Kevin gonna bring? Is Kevin Fergie gonna bring the the rest, the rest of Outcast with him too? <laughs> the new Avengers of the Black Eyed Peas. Not Outcast. Not Outcast. Black Eyed Peas. Sorry. Yeah, the Wu Tang Clan. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Wu Tang Clan. Oh okay. Yeah. So good you news know, for all. Yay. Well, I mean, here's the thing. It look. It made. I don't, Mike. I don't know if you caught the date, the release date for the third Spider-Man it's, movie. Yeah, July twenty twenty-one. No, it's August. August? It's going to be mid-August. Yeah, that's that's a good time of year. You know all the. Yeah, it's going to make that movie's going to make all, especially with that near the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, well, the, the, end of the, the summer year, Far from Home just edged out the number four spot for the third highest-grossing film of the year worldwide. Well, I mean, but we all know we've talked about this before too. Where at the end of the summer it starts to be like there's really nothing out there to watch and some of these movies make a bunch of money just because there's nothing else out there. And, and you know, we, we've talked about it. It's been good. That time slot's been good for, for, for Guardians of the Galaxy. That time of year's been good for Guardians of the Galaxy. It was good for Suicide Squad. I can't imagine what it'll do for Spider-Man. Indeed. I, I mean, we're already talking about, you're talking about a billion-dollar property and you're talking about releasing it in mid-August. That, that they could easily, but just before the yeah, just before the the, the summer ends, before the fall begins, you know, it's a Shot whole in the arm for the movie yeah. industry, yeah. right? Yeah, that, I mean that that could make it. I mean, I don't know, could it get to two billion? I don't know if it'll get that high, but it could get to one point five. I bet. I want to go with two. I'm gonna put my money on know. two. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot to get to two. Can Can I make a sucker bet and say it'll get to two? Well, Far From Home made one point one billion, one point one three billion this year. Right, like, and like it was released kind of in the middle of everything, and in, in, in the middle of the summer, because Lion King made one point six billion. Right, right. There was a lot of stuff coming out then. If anything, what did, what did um, I haven't looked. What did what did Hobbs and Shaw end up making? Hold on, I'll mm. find out. Hold on, I'll find out that I know how to do this myself. Uh oh, I haven't learned how to do research. And what is this? Will this be Kevin Fergie? Hobbs and Shaw movie. Okay. What do we think? Uh, so, Mike, what 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 do you think the uh, what do you think the other movie's going to be that they're going to bring in? Uh, they're going to bring in uh, Spider Man Four. Well, it's not Doctor Strange. No. It's not because, and it's not Thor. No. Who's left? Oh, Black Panther, Captain Marvel. Not sure. Somebody, somebody said. Well, I mean, here's the thing. What about another Avengers movie? Could it be that far out? No. What about a Fantastic Four? Or something to introduce the X Men. Yeah. Do maybe an Iceman Firestar. Ha! That'd be kind of. That would be sweet, actually. That'd be that. I don't think that's gonna happen. No, that's that's, that's cool. pie in the sky. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's incredibly pie in the sky. Um, so okay. Uh, okay. Uh, it says uh, Hobbs and Shaw grossed five point eight million on Thursday per Universal at thirty four hundred locations. Yeah, that's that one day. I don't know what it did for the. I don't know. Doesn't matter. It's gonna do. Uh, the point being is, I think. Hobbs and Shaw opening weekend made like sixty million. Okay, it cured 
353 million in its first week. Right. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, Hobbs and Shaw debut in China was 100 no, million. It didn't. It's yeah, made China. it's made three quarter billion worldwide. Its opening that's weekend it. was sixty million. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it, it'll it'll double or triple that. Yeah, for Spider Man, it had Easy. a two hundred million dollar budget. Did it? Damn. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense. What well, all the big stars and the sets and <laughs> then yeah. all the stuff they in the, all the stunts. You, that was. I gotta tell you, that was a good movie. It really was. That was surprisingly better than I imagined it to be. Cool. Um, the other Marvel, the other kind of Spider-Man news is the way they teased it, we might see Tom Holland in some of the Sony movies. And the other thing that's interesting is is that Sony came out and announced that they're doing a Madam Web movie. And I don't know, I don't, Mike, you know, do you know my, I assume you know who Madam Web is or no. I know the name, but I don't. I don't know the context. So, Madam Web is she's not necessarily a Spider-Man villain. She's kind of an in-between, and she has this ability for clairvoyance, so that she can see like t- through time and space, kind of thing, or dimensions. So it kind of makes me wonder if this isn't how eventually they're going to bring, you know, Tom Highland. Tom Holland's Spider-Man in the Sony verse in the Sony world. Yeah, I, I think that we've got that's the, Miles Morales and Venom and all that mm, Spider Gwen. Right. right, and I want and, and by the way, I'm not positive with that kind of thought process. If they really thought that far ahead, that you're right. That maybe we do get a live action Spider Gwen. I'm just looking forward a to another action. animated Miles Morales yeah. Spider-Man. I'm telling you, because that was fantastic, right now, man. If they did. Like a rock, if they did like what they did with Roger Rabbit with Spider Ham, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Okay. I, 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 you know, we're I guess... just a cartoon and everything else is re- regular human beings. That'd be hysterical. Okay. Well, getting back on uh, Madam Web, I guess uh, Cassandra Webb was dealt a rough hand as a paralyzed, blind, telepathic clairvoyant who suffered from an autoimmune disease. Every cloud has a silver lining, though, and with them also being gifted with the ability of being precognitive, she soon puts her powers to use. Like okay. I said, in 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 the comics and in and even in the Spider-Man cartoon series from Fo- for Fox, she sees in all their dimensions and sees the past and the future and and all that kind of stuff. So. This might be their way to do some to, to backdoor their way into figuring out how eventually they're going to pull all this together. Well, makes, here it is. Yeah, makes sense. Well, here it is. I mean, her first appearance was in The Amazing Spider-Man number 210, but that's in 1980. Yep. That's a, that's a long stretch. Right. I mean, when I was a kid, they brought in Madam Web. Right. Right. No, absolutely. I remember reading. I remember Madame Web from when I was a kid. Yeah, she was a. She's been more recent than some of the other characters, but yeah. But I think it's an interesting choice. Um, the other yeah. thing before we get out of here, two mm-hmm. other things. Uh, it looks like they. So, I don't know if anybody caught that for ja- for Jurassic World three, 
they're bringing back all three of the original cast members for from Jurassic the original Jurassic Park. Okay, okay. and why are we doing uh, this? Because it's the it, it's a callback to the first one from '93. Right, and I think that, that with 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 the way I don't know did you did who did both did either one of you see where Jurassic World Jurassic World Two ended? No, I didn't see it. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. I did see the first so, Jurassic World with the Chris Pratt one. I saw the first yeah. one, but I didn't see the second one. Um, the second one, the second one was eh. It wasn't great. It was okay, but the where they left things at the end was interesting because essentially now there are there are dinosaurs in America. And so Yeah, but they're more kind of mutant monsters, right? They're no, not like No, no. Are they they're... actual are they actual dinosaurs this time out? Not just yeah. genetically created? Well, they're all genetically created, Ivan, yeah. technically. So from the but... mosquito in the ember. Right. Oh, that's right. But yeah, they essentially released all of them into like the wild and let them go and all that stuff and and um so yeah, um, I'm curious if that has something to do with why they're bringing some of the other ones back, but we'll see. Um, and the only other thing of note is your friend uh, Kevin Fergie. Feige. I thought he was Fergie. You said he was Fergie. Well, that's Feige. Okay. But... Uh, apparently, is going to be doing a Star Wars movie. Another Star Wars movie? Well, they're talking about producing there's, a Star Wars movie where plans, he's going to be involved. Plans are, you know, in motion. Hmm. I'm okay with him being involved. I'm okay with him running a Star Wars movie. As long as you don't put Ryan Johnson involved. And why not? Cause... Did you see Last Jedi? Nope. Yeah, well, that's, right. that's why. Alright. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, so that's... Okay, that's so the let the hope Kevin Fergie makes a good uh, Star Wars movie because he missed Tom Holland like a child missed their blanket, but she's got to get a move on with her, with her life. Right. I guess, yeah, well. Yes. So, yeah, I, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? I, I mean, I know I've been seeing stuff left and right for the new... For the for the crisis thing, every time I turn around, they got another. Oh, like Brandon Routh in the Kingdom Come outfit. Yeah, man, it looks awesome. Man, he's gonna be great. Well, and they showed on set with um, Tom Welling and Erica Durant, Smallville, next to Tyler yep. Ho- standing next to Tyler Hoechlin, who's the current Superman. Yeah, on on that, and then um, I think there's, you know, I don't know because now they're talking about um, somebody's coming in to play Ryan Choi. Who is the second Adam? So, so where we may get that too. Um, oh, I know what else too. One of the one of the people from uh, the Birds of Prey show from the nineties is coming. The one who played Huntress is coming in to play Huntress. So well, that could be they're cool. Pulling, they're pulling in people from all over the place. Like I told you the other day, Mike, um, they wanted to pull in the guy who plays Segel. From Krypton, Krypton, yeah. Krypton, but the, the, it didn't work, which makes me wonder, can we get Adam Strange? Could we get Lobo? I don't Please. know about Lobo, but how about Adam Strange? 
Mm, you know? No. That'd be cool. Yeah. Or if Adam Strange ended up, uh, especially, he'd be really good for Legends of Tomorrow. That'd be an interesting person to bring in for Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, down the road. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, that's coming up. So. Yeah, well, that's, but that's, again, that's not until December. I mean, they're going to start laying. I'm curious to see with these shows starting this week, how much they're going to lay the groundwork towards yeah whether they're starting to move the, the pieces into place yeah. yeah and how they're going to do that all the different shows so we'll get a pretty we'll we'll, we'll see how that's going to work because like i said all those shows are coming back this week so yeah exciting but yep speaking of exciting how can they get a hold of us if they want to be exciting with us yes they be exciting there's all kinds of exciting places you see us at in the exciting right. places called the internet's with my yes. chocolate cereal. I bit I did buy a box of Frankenberry at the store the other day. Frankenberry. I'm getting Frankenberry. I got blueberry. I'm a Frankenberry guy. Blueberry. Blueberry. It's blueberry. We're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe. You'll know when new content drops, usually Wednesday, Friday. We're on Facebook. You get all the crazy news stories for our sister show, News of the Squared. News of the Squared. Shout Scott. out to Scott. Scott! We're on Podbean. We're on Anchor. We're on other places, too, like, oh, say, Google Play and Apple. Mm. I, too. Hit the big time, gentlemen. Yeah. We're in the Spotify. Fancy code. Spotify. Yeah, we're there, too. Yeah. Awesome. And we're on the email as well. If you want to send us a message, if you're not on Facebook, that's fine too. Email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. I'm going to see, uh, of course, next week, you'll get my review of Joker. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get to that right away, but okay. Go on Friday. Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm not going to get to that till later too, so. All right. Uh, But... Uh, as far as your next program, it's going to be a slightly bit different. Uh, so you're going to let our good people know, or you're going to kind of oh, work that works it? out. That's perfect because I will. I'll, that's actually perfect because it'll be you and probably Scott and God knows who else. Yeah, we'll find out. You don't have to find out and see or watch. Yeah, well, yeah, mystery guest. Yeah, mystery, mystery guest. Mystery guest. What'll be your mystery guest? He's got All right, gentlemen. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Have a great, have a great uh, time wherever you're at and catch up with you next time around. Bye, 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 bye. Bye-bye, Kevin Fergie. You're welcome.